0: Hello everyone, it's Steven Schleicher. Welcome to another episode of Critical Hit. Before we get into this week's game, I want to tell you that we've partnered with Metallic Dice Games, their purveyors of quality dice and dice accessories, to offer an exclusive discount to any one of more than 300 options on their site. All you need to do, follow the link in the description and use our discount code PODCAST10, that's PODCAST10, for 10% off any new additions to your dice hoard. And man, they've got some really cool ones. If you are a fan of the Critical Hit logo, the red die on the blue background, I would check out their red metal dice that they have because it's a spit image of our logo. And you can pick that up for a great price. And they get 10% discount on top of that by using the code podcast10 at checkout. Portion of your purchase comes back to us. That's right. A little portion of that purchase comes back to us. That's how an affiliate link works. And that helps support this show so what are you waiting for go check out metallic dice games use the link in the show notes go check out those red metal dice or the other red die that they have available for you or anything they've got some really cool liquid dice as well go check them out metallic dice games thank you everybody for your support Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. Kevin, I'm curious to see what you have planned for us.
1: On
2: Critical Hit? Uh, Well, last time... On Critical critical Hit! hit. Uh, You guys went with um, Amsala and the trio of dwarves, uh, Brenton, Sirius, and Duthane, on a... Treasure hunt style space exploration uh, through uh, b- based off of coordinates given to you by um, rain through postcards uh, that Umsala, uh went through. Uh, so that took you to a giant uh, Dyson swarm stellar engine, which uh, folded space and transported you in uh, to. Parts unknown, uh, where you uh, encountered a binary uh, pulsar system. And uh, I know how pulsars work, but but these pulsars also literally pulsed. Um, uh, And you managed to avoid being destroyed by the pulsars and made your way to uh, a mystic fairy gate surrounded by space mushrooms... Uh, and traveled through phase space where some of you were entranced by the deep angels you encountered there uh when you made your way through phase space uh you went to the last set of coordinates which as a refresher to all of you looks something like this uh it is a black hole ringed with red um Those of you with lots of physical science, so certainly AMU, um, and maybe some of you with appropriate piloting or culture might know, uh, this is, um, it's definitely a black hole, but it's actually come from something called a hypernova, which is basically an incredibly large, um, like thousands of times larger than a normal supernova, Uh, and uh, it is eating up everything around it um and uh what surrounds it is actually a vast uh starship and space station and planet graveyard um where it seems like things are pulled here uh by uh some malign force uh only to be thrown uh towards uh this uh black hole um you can even see Uh, these scavenger-style ships uh, going from uh, place to place and raiding them for supplies and throwing people out the airlocks, Um, they seem to take uh, great pleasure in ensuring that uh, that there's enough momentum to uh, get them across the event horizon. You have uh, the coordinates. You are all in the squeaky clean. Uh, Amsala is in her ship and the dwarves are in theirs. Uh, no one has noticed you yet, uh, but it seems that you're supposed to find something here. These were the coordinates that Rain gave you, um, so you might need to look around and figure out what's here for you. But Probably carefully.
0: I'm going to turn on the ship's sensors and see if we detect any Signal emanations.
2: Yep.
1: Sure. Are going to scan in ways that only robots could scan.
2: Uh, your personal scanners certainly don't reach that far, so you would be relying on the ship's sensors.
1: Okay. Whatever sensors Bob isn't using, I'll sense the other direction.
2: Legit. Um, I will. I'll, how about I'll allow either a computer's check or a um, perception check. Oh, and good. you guys can both make checks. I will go
0: with uh, computers. I will go with perception. 22. Okay. That's a pretty low roll. Is
1: it? For me, it is, yeah. Holy crap. Six. Oh, I'm that's right. Your computer's like a million. 29. That's a pretty high roll.
2: Yeah. All right. So uh, what the scan tells you is that, uh, first of all, this area has a very high uh, ambient radiation uh and that there are active ships in the area that are scanning for other like life signs um these ships do not appear to be in good condition um but there are several of them um you note there's there's one uh colossal size uh starship uh that uh it it doesn't have it doesn't have any of, like, the standard beacons. It doesn't, like, announce itself or anything like that. You can tell that it has been beat up pretty badly, um, it, and uh, the the best grace can do is make out from basically the, like, a picture that's called the Dreadnought, and it's mm. a, uh, it is a Viscarium model uh, ship. Uh, I will show you. What a new model would look like. It would look like this. So Vescarium ships are kind of notorious for their kind of brutish, not very elegant, uh, overloaded with weapons, um, kind of pugnacious style. Uh, and this certainly uh, has it. It's it's that mottled green. Um, if anything, this particular one is pockmarked with scars. Uh there's it looks like some of the hull has been stripped so you can some of the the green panels are just missing and open to space. Um it doesn't look like it would be a safe ship to travel on. Uh that ship is uh let's see here. To give you an idea of its size, um its crew complement is around 100 150. Um, So that's how big a ship we're talking about. It's power core is bigger than the squeaky clean. Um, Hmm. And then there's a lot of smaller ships. So that one seems to be like kind of their mobile base of operation. And then there's a lot of uh, other ships flying around. Uh, They seem to be looking for um, looking through the wreckage, basically. Uh, Quentin. Um, since you said, I, I, I think this kind of works, you use the scans to like, see anything interesting, and then you just like, look yourself. Um, and sure enough, you notice, uh, it it catches your eye because, um, you actually just saw this in your, your memory, you know, clicks it back into, uh, into place. Um, it's a good thing we didn't fireball your memory. Uh, thank you. a little icon on a floating derelict ship uh, a little distance off. um, That's a a dwarf holding a tank of like a a mug of ale, a tankard of ale. uh, And it's called Wart's uh, Wart. W-O-R-T. And that is the same brew that was in the uh, Renegades restaurant that you went to with Rain. And it's the same uh, brew that you were having with uh, the dwarves and Amsala earlier and it's a little lit up sign for that alcohol on a, uh, a derelict ship in the distance
1: Grace, enhance the derelict ship focus in on the sign
2: Grace pulls it up on the view screen for everybody to see
1: Grace's favorite beer.
2: Um, I I appreciate that, but no, I I don't drink beer. I really don't drink anything. I suppose oil? Don't
1: worry too much about it. I totally said rain, you guys. Quentin doesn't make mistakes. Matthew has just gotten off of an eight-hour shift without enough people. Quentin doesn't make mistakes. One time Quentin thought he was mistaken. Turns out he was wrong.
3: Uh, That seems promising uh can you sense how many brains are in the area
4: i'd have to get pretty close to be able to sense the brains
2: Mm. uh on the comms uh amsala and the dwarves are hailing you but they're using like a tight band thing Mm -hmm. um it, it basically just gets your attention they're not even sending a signal um and then as you uh you know look out the window you can see they're actually flashing lights at you Umsala is and um bob like you, it, danger um bob you you can actually immediately recognize it and i'm sure uh you know uh, grace can can translate it it's yeah. a a signal there it's a way of of communicating um without uh broadcasting anything and uh imsala uh, says basically, um, we'll wait here. Hide.
3: All right. Well, that's definitely where we want to go. Uh, the ship's not really meant for herself, but I guess we're tiny. So let's try to, I'm going to get on the weapons and be ready.
1: Bob, do you think you can safely get us to that ship?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, nothing's uh, 100%, but yeah, I think we can do it.
4: Well, let's hide for a bit first.
0: Okay, I will uh, back around behind an asteroid or a piece of rubble or something.
2: (laughs) Sure. So I need a piloting check, and then I'll need. So go ahead for that, Bob. Um and uh. Oh yeah, that's excellent. So you're you're very good at getting the ship to go exactly where you want to go. Now I still do need a stealth check though. Uh, to kind of be sure you're seeing all the lines that they could uh, they could see you by. Um, you guys are free to talk this over, or other people are free to assist if they want.
3: Oh,
0: man. can I assist so, him with the stealth check? I think a lot of people should because my stealth is
3: bad. Well, I mean, Skriddick okay. has the best stealth check, so maybe I don't know if there's a way for him to like help you plot a course or something, something like, like that. that.
2: Absolutely, that's what I was. Yep. Suggesting. So uh, who is all well, is assisting and how are you assisting?
1: Since I'm still yeah. on the sensors, I would like to assist if
2: possible. Yeah. Um, using the sensors, I'd say that's probably going to be a perception or computers check. You need me to just roll it? Sure. Who else is assisting?
3: Um, can I try to assist maybe can with I... like an engineering check just by like, you know helping to... down the engines, exactly yeah, powering
5: like, down any non-critical essential
3: things to reduce yeah like power. turning
2: down power and yep
3: mm-hmm. okay
5: the idea is to kind of
6: go behind something or behind some meteors wasn't it
0: yeah some asteroids or some wreckage wow. of all these ships
2: can i use physical science to kind of help make sure, sure the... there's also a, some really weird stellar phenomenon going on here so you might uh you might be able to use that to your advantage somehow.
1: Apropos of nothing, Kevin, does a fail in an attempt to help mean that you just failed to help? I mean, (laughs) asking for a friend here. I mean, because I I
2: see you, I see you. It's all good. It's all good. You have failed to assist, but you have not ruined.
1: Okay. I didn't, uh, I didn't cause Bob to fail. Cause oh, no, Bob will him. cause Bob to fail. Don't, don't worry oh, about that. Oh, sure, me. that's fine. Steven can screw his own world up. I'm just, you know, again, asking for a friend. As long would, as it's not Matthew's fault. Matthew doesn't I, care. I would never roll a one. <laughs> However, never make Quentin mistakes,
3: might. never roll a one.
1: Quentin doesn't uh, roll a one.
2: Does uh, Skritic do anything?
5: Uh, yeah, I mean, um, trying to think. Like, if I just use perception to try to just spot what's good cover or any uh, potential observation that we may face to
4: you can so, probably just do the stealth check itself yeah if i yeah, could just do a stealth check you, that'd you be try
2: awesome. you try doing perception checks but quentin is shouting nonsensical gibberish about what he reads from the sensor logs and basically gets in your way preventing anybody from attempting a perception check Turnips!
1: Turnips and antifreeze! <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, yeah, if I could just do a stealth check. To- Absolutely, stealth is wise.
1: Casual, okay. Just think of the ship
5: Fly as a great casual.
1: big hamster and yes. you are that hamster. I'll find a nice
5: tube to
3: yeah, He has to like suck in.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, because you have your mental image of you as the ship. Mm-hmm. Whoa, all right. Authority. So, uh we've got three assists. are you doing anything?
4: Uh no, too many cooks.
2: Too many cooks. <laughs> um then uh with the engines going a little quieter, some of the anon, you know, basically running with emergency lights. So now we have mood lighting. It's all like red. Um and uh Amu plotting out uh, you know, the the distortions. That the black hole makes and, you know, the orbits of some of these various material, uh, various floating, you know, debris and, and asteroids and uh, Skritik, um, you know, talking about is like, no, you need to, you're going to need to like be right up against the, the asteroid to stay in its shadow as it moves so that they don't see you over the, over the top. Um, why doesn't uh, Bob go ahead and make that stealth check? Yay,
0: I rolled a seven.
2: <laughs> All right.
5: It wasn't
0: a one.
2: It this, was
5: a two. It was a two.
2: So <laughs> uh, does that count the plus six you got?
0: Uh, well, let's add six to that, and that'll give us 13. Uh,
2: 13. Okay. Well, um, fortunately, they don't seem to notice you right away, regardless. Um, so you can pull up close-ish to the derelict ship. Um, it's a mess, and uh, it's not like it has a docking facility. There's no way to, like... It, in fact, because you both, A, want to stay hidden, and B, um, probably want to be able to, like, move if you have to, mm-hmm. uh, you you can get nearby, but in order to uh, to do anything on that derelict ship, uh, you're going to need an away party.
0: Yay, we're having a party. Mm. Uh, so FYI, Not I yet. I don't need a air uh space suit or anything cuz I'm a robot.
2: Yeah.
5: That's a
0: good call. But you also need someone I, to pilot the ship if you need to.
2: Yep. Mm. Get that out is of the drawback of that. <laughs> to get out of
4: space town, so well, say, you're,
1: not, you're not the only robot
4: in the room. I mean, I i'll uh, Also, I uh, I, if, excuse me, gentlemen, if I may point out that the rest of us have spacesuits. Oh, true, thank goodness. goodness.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely say Bob should stay uh, to pilot us. Um, I'll volunteer okay. to go on the away mission and fight anything nasty that comes at us.
5: Yeah, I as well.
1: I think... Um, my sensors might be useful.
4: Okay, Bob. Do you someone need help here? here
3: to it's just Grace is here for the weapons.
7: Hmm.
2: Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, I think I, I don't want Bob to be all alone. Says Grace.
4: Well, I'm not going to be much use on the weapons. So, Skritic, how about you stay, and I'll all go. Right. Sure, sure. So Amu, you wanna stay here on sensors? Sure, we can manage that. Okay. I think that's everybody.
2: So the away team is uh the team co captains and Quentin.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
1: The Lizard, the brain, and the sphere. Mm-hmm. Which is uh Madeline La Engle novel, I believe. <laughs>
2: Um, so you suit up, actually, I think I had mentioned earlier that you were already suited up. So mm-hmm. you're, you're in your spacesuits, um, but you put your helmets on and all that, uh, and, uh, you can go out the airlock of the squeaky clean, um, with, I guess you probably have some sort of, not rope, but like belaying, cord material to yeah. uh to, to connect you back to the ship uh yep. and you can all uh the the two of you uh who require them have little mag boots um Quentin uh your you can kind of reorient your your direction of gravity so you'd like that you fall towards uh, the uh, the derelict ship um, and your like little hover thruster jets will keep you at that same level of floating a couple feet off of it. Um, it, it, it is a, it is an unusual feeling. Um, you, you're immune to like the effects of vacuum and all that, and you don't need to breathe. So that's oh. all good. But the, the change, like being weightless and you know, how that affects your orientation is, is an unusual sensation. All right, uh, so you guys start, uh, what do you do?
1: Mm, scan with all of my scannery.
2: All right, this uh, this appears to be a derelict freighter, um, so it's got like cargo holds and stuff like that.
3: As much as I hate, hate, hate to suggest something like this, I think we should probably try to split up to cover some more ground, because um, we really don't want to leave the ship hanging with these scavengers around
1: was there anything about the image of the sign on the signage on the side of the ship that I can clearly bring up on my holographic faceplate that might indicate some sort of hint or Sherlockian geniusness that we didn't see on first glance?
2: Um I mean you could walk closer to the sign and see if there's anything there.
4: Mm, well, not walk. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna activate the tech thoughts. Okay,
1: yeah. I want to float closer to the sign and get as detailed a scan image slash whatever you want of it to see if there's anything uh, infrared, ultraviolet, glow in the dark, uh, titanium plated, holographic. You know, any of the '90s cover gimmicks that might be a secret uh, message from Rain.
3: I'm
2: just going to look for a way to get on the ship. Cool. You can certainly find a way to get onto like, look, the the ship is, is open to the vacuum of Mm. space. Um, so there's ways to, to get from place to place though. It does look like it's been beat up. Um, there's laser scorch marks and, uh, it's clear that at some point in time, not, uh, I guess it's hard to tell exactly when, but, uh, It collided with an asteroid or meteor or something like that. Uh, Quentin, please give me a survival check.
1: Oh God, am I even any good at that? If I'm untrained, do I just roll a d20? Yeah,
2: I mean it's a wisdom skill. So four. I'm pretty. What's your wisdom modifier?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, Twenty-six. Nope. Uh, my wisdom modifier is a zero.
2: Okay, four it is. So you pull up all of these scans and you you just can't you realize, oh wait, I'm not good at this at all. I have no idea what I'm looking for. Um You're like <laughs> it's just me. Well, no, it's like you've watched CSI. It doesn't make you a CSI.
1: Turnips oh. and a freeze.
2: Um uh so uh Rodrigo, what's the range on Detect Thoughts?
4: Uh, let's see. Range 60 feet.
2: Okay. Um, right now, you only sense uh, Vangie as an intelligence creature. I mean, there's one.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he only barely counts.
2: <laughs> uh, no, uh, no, no. But apart from your party, you don't sense uh, anything at the moment. But I note that you have that up. Okay. Um, back on the ship, uh, you you see some flashing in the distance. Um that is coming from where you guys were. Mm. Um and it, after a moment, Grace and Bob, you guys translate hide better. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um and sure enough uh you there are a couple of these ships we're going to go ahead and call them marauders um they're not big they're they're only you know uh probably two person uh ships um but there's a few of them and they are flying in your general direction uh the the major the the dreadnought has not turned uh to start facing you or anything like that um what do you guys do uh
0: scrittics on the ship with me uh scrittic do do you see another hiding place that we could kind of maneuver to but be close by these guys if we need to grab them
2: that's a good question do i (laughs) sure so um scrittic if you take the controls you would have to make both the piloting check and have that (laughs) yeah so um i don't know what's your
0: piloting brian is it good this is pretty good. He's an oh, okay. so
3: all his skills are good. Oh, okay, all right.
5: If you want yeah. to, so, well, let's see where I can uh, find.
2: <laughs> all right, then Skritic, Why don't you, as you take the the controls momentarily, why don't you give me a piloting check and a stealth check?
5: All right, here goes and pilot.
2: Amu, are you're managing the sensors. And yep. oh, uh Great. Nice. And nice. Uh, then. Um, Go ahead and give me your choice of perception or computer's check.
6: Uh, it's probably computers because perception is, uh, oh, perception's okay. Computers is oh so slightly better. It is a computer's check.
2: Great. Okay. So, um, they have noticed you.
7: Yeah.
2: Uh, uh they, they noticed you before, and uh, before, uh, skritic did his maneuvers so they were flying in your direction trying to get close to you before ambushing you you recognize that amu in their flight patterns um however uh with uh skritic's momentary uh you know seizing of the controls and stealth really really good stealth check Um, he has basically positioned the squeaky clean kind of underneath the derelict from their point of view. Uh, So they know you're out there, but they can't currently see you. You think. Um, So, um, so they are approaching and uh, sure enough uh, away team, you see um, three of these uh, little fighter style ships um, they're smaller than the squeaky clean, but they're covered in weapons. Uh, and again, they have that uh, really devil may care attitude about maintenance. Um, one of them is venting radiation into space. Uh, so um, it, it, one of the, and now that, cause you guys actually see them up close. Um, they're decorated in, uh, strange markings um, and a recurring motif of a red-ringed black hole. Reverse. <laughs> uh, reverse. They, they are. They are basically, you know, it, it, one of them has a, a s- giant like space whale skull mounted on it. Um, it looks like whatever's painted on the sides is painted in blood.
3: I'm not making this up, right? That there's like an evil god that's like a black hole that eats everything and it's like chaotic evil. Hey,
2: everyone can make a culture check. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're
5: good at that one. Would this be worth double rolling on? Probably not when I was involved.
6: Okay. <laughs> I got 11. Uh, not 20 plus nice. 14.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, Amu's certainly going to know. Let's <laughs> see if anybody on the away team knows.
3: I just knew it out of character. <laughs>
7: Jesus. <Jeez, Quentin. laughs>
1: <laughs> man these oh, turnips these turnips are entirely dipped in antifreeze i just but it. i can't let them get away with it not with donny osmond so no
2: i don't know yeah, this is not the the area of culture you study <laughs> you're like this is me about the
1: kardashians America. i got you yeah,
7: yeah.
2: uh but both skritik and amu you know what this is um uh, scritic you've heard of this, you know, some of the, the stewards and the, the Starfinders uh, who you've chatted with have uh, told stories about this. Um, they're kind of a space ghost story. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's called. By the way, Sam, you are correct. This is uh, the cult of the Devourer. The Devourer is uh what uh Sam was referencing um uh th- which is a chaotic evil god uh that is a uh basically a black hole um and the cult that worships uh the devourer are dedicated they're like nihilists you know they they uh, they believe in nothing <clears throat> Uh, no, that is to say they actually believe in the destruction of the universe whether they're the heat death of um, the universe yeah they actually try to bring it about um they there's different uh, amu you, you know like that there's all these different philosophies um some of them are insane others of them are more based on tragedy like it's like I I don't want anyone to experience suffering anymore. So I'm going to end everything. Um, but, uh, at their, their kind of base, uh, walking around level, they are known as cannibals, plague bringers, uh, and, um, crazy murderous cultists who, uh, will do will stop at nothing to uh dedicate sacrifices towards their uh, dark god in fact you have identified what this is amu this particular uh area of space you now know is a uh, blood door uh which is what they name uh black holes that they use to sacrifice people in
7: cool
6: mm-hmm we don't want to be here (laughs)
7: Uh.
2: one of the uh ships uh kind of moves up towards the derelict and releases uh, a little pod um that you recognize is actually probably a, a There's a couple of them. They're person-sized. They are also landing on the Derelict. And at that moment, uh, Hecubino, you sense two intelligences approaching. We've got incoming. Okay. Um, You guys are not currently exposed because you kind of started – at least you don't have to be if you don't want to be. Um, They're landing on, like, basically the outer surface – kind of uh, outside of the derelict. Um, whereas you guys have walked into like a door and we're starting to search the um, storage areas and stuff like that. Uh, yeah.
3: Um, Quentin, try searching as fast as you can. I'll try to hold these guys off.
2: Okay.
1: I'm going to try to look like a piece of the technology and search and search and search. So, uh,
2: all right, Quentin, give me a perception check.
1: My perception. How do you feel about a 16?
2: A 16 will uh, show you... um, Not a botch. No, it's not. Uh, You actually think you see a trail of spilled, which is kind of amusing. It must have been like sprayed or something like that, uh, beer. Follow it. All right. Uh, So uh, the... Um, the pod kind of opens up, uh, they have like, there's two of two figures that are approaching. Um, one is as you, as you can kind of make out, uh, from, uh, actually Vengi and Hacubino, where are you guys? Why don't you describe where you are and what you're doing before I tell you any more?
3: Um, so I'm... Um I, I went in through like, the opening, and so I'm trying to basically make my way towards like the most obvious entrance point to the um, uh, raiders that are showing up um, so that I can fight them off.
2: Okay. Are you trying to stay hidden at all, or are you just, like, walking up?
3: Uh, I'm not really going to bother trying to stay hidden. Okay.
2: Hecubino? Uh
4: Hecubino will be where bang- where vany is except uh behind some form of cover, either like a inside another room um and just at the door or you know if there's a significant enough um you know a bunch of like crates or debris or something uh just be behind that so he's not in like a direct firing range um also probably not particularly trying to hide in fact uh he'll like um, keep his uh cone of of brain knowledge fixed on uh the the positions those uh those other two are and will try to relay information to Vangy probably just by whispering okay
2: um so the first thing you note is uh the intelligences uh near you um both of them you know are uh, you know intelligent creatures um you know they have thinking minds uh they're not um no one is so intelligent that you're like stunned or anything like that um mm-hmm. so they're they're probably around human level intelligence or you know human like uh base in 10 level creatures. Sure. Um, as you get a moment to sense a little bit deeply, one, uh, one mind, um, seems, uh, angry, but angry and, and, and vicious. Mm-hmm. The other mind is completely alien to you. Like not human, holy crap you 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 immediately recoil after touching it. it thinks a million thoughts a second, and most of them aren't are pure madness um and as the figures approach, you realize one of them is not humanoid uh one of, one of them is a uh it it's it's medium size so it's the size of a a human, but it doesn't have arms and legs. It has instead a horrid mass of barbed tentacles, glaring eyes, and gnashing teeth. And it constantly changes its shape.
3: Ah, uh, Squamous.
2: Yes, it is Squamous. There you go. Look at that.
1: No.
3: I don't. No, no, no I don't. it's a hard pass.
1: No, I, I'm not going to be looking at that, that, uh, uh, that, that, that,
3: that. It's uh, like, uh, a, uh, like so a little bad.
4: Zorn. Yeah,
3: we're going to make some sand jacks. Uh,
2: And the other one, (laughs) the actual humanoid one, is a Vesk. Um, It's a uh, tall, you know, powerfully built, armored Vesk. Um, You can see it kind of grinning in your direction, Vangie. And when uh, he grins, you realize he's had all of his teeth removed. And he has like a metal, a metal biting apparatus. Um, So all of his, his teeth are literally razors Uh. um and he pulls something off his back at first it looks like he's just wielding like a a weird stick or staff or something but then he uh twists it in his hands and one end lights up uh purple and red and it's a scythe um it's like a laser scythe um and uh and he starts to charge at you. So we'll get back to you in just a moment because we're doing simultaneous combat with the ship folk. Um, Mm. So one of the ships that was following you uh, has landed, but there are still two more. What are you doing?
0: Man, I need to get back in the pilot seat. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, Skritic needs to get back on weapons, weapons. And I don't know if, uh if you can uh work on the aft shields because they are down
5: Ah, okay reroute
2: shields to the aft yeah um so because you are hidden i will give you guys uh each one ship action that you can take uh right now is basically your surprise action before they will inevitably find you because they're going to uh you're no longer going to have cover from them soon bob what's your ship action going to be
0: my ship action if i is this the helm phase is that what we're talking about is that what you're
2: well yes so we're not going to do the normal helm Uh, we're not going to do the full ship we're just going to follow regular initiative for this combat because we're going to be interleaving uh, the combat that's taking place on the derelict. Okay. Um, then, so, um,
0: so we yeah. are underneath the derelict. Those other ships are coming down, down to where we're at. I'm just going right. to continue to maneuver backwards away from them until I come up around the other side of the ship and can just kind of stay out of their line of sight.
2: So just to be clear, they have split up and one is approaching ah. from either side.
0: Ah, okay. Then, um,
2: That was super clear in my head, but not. Yeah, no, no, sorry.
0: (laughs) Do we have uh, belly guns on this thing?
2: You have a turret gun. I don't think you have a belly gun.
0: It's not mounted on the bottom or anything? I don't think so. All right. Uh, What about right above us, uh, since we're under the ship? Is there an opening that's large enough for the ship to fit inside? Inside Um... the wreckage?
2: it'd be a tight fit. You could try to get into one of these hangar bays. Um, it would, it would potentially hide you for a little bit longer, but it would decrease your maneuverability. Where are you going to go from there?
0: I'm just blasting when they come at at us, I guess. Um, okay. Then since there's nothing like that, I am just going to, uh, drop straight down and tell, um, skritic to get ready with the with the turret gun to blast these guys when they come into range just okay. to give us a little bit more range away from the shipping because we don't want to accidentally hit anybody on the ship
2: totally fair so you get a little bit of distance from the derelict yeah. uh fangy and hecubino and quentin you have been abandoned by your compatriots
3: we'll be back <laughs> uh
2: skritic uh,
5: well, uh, can I go ahead and uh, redistribute the shields before combat? Yes, you starts? can. Yep. Yeah, let's uh, even them out. Uh, let's see who has the sheet. So, you I can do either 15, you, I can do. Do
2: the, you can right. do the evening them out action, that's totally valid, but there's also um, there's another thing you can do which is just cause uh, let's see here, Starship. I'm just looking up the engineer actions, so yeah, you can. Divert uh, your ship's shields. Um, Oh no, that will divert and uh, power to it. Let's see here.
3: I mean, the other thing you can do is like boost them, but I think that mostly happens when you're uh, when you've already taken damage.
4: Well, we sort of have. Yeah, the shields on the after down to zero.
3: Yes, you can send
2: power to restore an amount of shield points equal to five percent of the uh pcu rating of the ship's power core up to the shield's maximum value so that um and you can distribute the restored shield points across the shield's four quadrants as you see fit that is with the divert action
5: yeah let's divert energy to the shields all right and
0: we have what is our our points that we have here do we have
2: you said a quarter of pcu 5% of PC. 5%, oh, 5% of
0: PCU. So that should be 12. 12? Yeah, so we can take that up to 12.
5: Sure, let's do that.
0: All right. Well, What's uh, full?
2: So you you have to make an engineering 20. check. Engineering. Oh. All right. Cool. Yep, good uh, enough. 28. <laughs> yep, that works. So you restore 12 points of power to the F shields and amu. Oh, we will do a scan.
0: See if you can find anything so. about their ships.
6: Uh I got a 27.
2: Yeah, okay. Well, it's kind of a good news, bad news. Um yeah. you are successful in the scan. Um and you can gather that these things are are pretty small. They hold, you know, probably two or three people. Um and depending on how how tightly packed they are. Uh, the hull uh, points on these are fairly low. Um, let me, I can get you the actual details. Uh, we're talking 35 whole points. Um, the uh, armor class and target lock are 19 and 18 respectively. And the, uh, the, the interesting thing is their weapons Uh they're, They have a variety of other weapons that you would have to make more checks to learn more about. But uh, th- one thing is these seem to be these ships seem to be, well, they're designed for ramming.
7: <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're basically flying breaching pods as if they want to board you
3: explains why they don't care about maintenance
2: <laughs> yeah so that's what you learned all right and we have all rolled initiative uh and now it's time for you guys to fight uh Vangi, uh you uh, approach uh fearlessly against your vest counterpart and his chaos beast companion uh what do you do
3: Um, so yeah, I guess the question is, uh, does it look like they're going to close into melee with me? Because if so, I'm going to, like, hold, uh, to, like, get that provoking attack when they come close, unless the scythe is a reach weapon.
2: The scythe is not a reach weapon, um, but, you know, who knows what the Chaos Beast will do. It looks like it's probably going to claw and tentacle, but... All right. You know, you don't know.
3: Um, all right. Then I'm going to move up and try to, you know, stay within my max range of that horrible thing and try to stab it because that does not deserve to exist in this world.
2: All <laughs> right. So you move up to close to the chaos beast. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Go ahead and make your attack roll.
3: Cool. Uh, well, net one.
2: All right. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Not a great start. So so, um, you uh, swing your um, frost pike at it, um, and it just opens up into a giant maw, uh, and it grabs the frost pike with, like, tons of uh, mobile teeth Uh. or maybe stingers. Um and you basically get caught in a tug of war, uh, for your weapon. Right. Yep. Uh, so on your next action, you can make a check to get it back, um, and continue fighting with it. But until then, uh, it is not a viable weapon for you to use. Okay. Fun. Uh, Bob. Uh, you. A... Oh, go ahead.
0: Has Amu relayed that these are ramming ships? Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to scream, uh, get ready on those guns, and I'm going to uh, fire up the engines and try to maneuver as quickly and as uh, randomly as possible to keep them from getting kind of a lock on us to, to hit us at the right the right spot.
2: All right. Make a piloting check.
0: 29.
2: Ooh, yeah, you can get uh, the engines going and get some distance. Um, it's hard to go at, like, maximum speed here because space is so crowded with mm-hmm. stuff. But that does mean it should be harder for them to follow you as well. It's Hopefully. more about maneuverability than than just pure speed. Yeah. Which, uh, the one downside is their ships are small, so they're probably pretty maneuverable. But you're piloting very, very well. Oh, thank you. Um, so. With that, Vesk uh, will turn and um, over the comms, there's like local comms. uh, He he connects to it um, and just releases a guttural scream um, and charges you. Banky. Okay.
3: Wish I my weapon wasn't in a mouth, but that's fine. I will just try to like brace as well as I can by like maybe, you know, positioning my weapon a little bit um as he comes at me.
2: As he is running, um he seems to kind of gather the the light nearby him it, it seems to kind of be attracted to him no. and then extinguished.
4: Ah,
3: uh, no. He's one of those uh. stupid gravity dudes, right?
4: Hilarians.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yep that he is um so uh as he runs towards you um he starts to leave like footprints in the hull of the ship he's clearly extremely dense anyway he slams into you with his scythe uh what is your i think they actually have to target eac uh because of the kind of damage their solar weapons deal. 23. It is a kinetic weapon. Sorry. What's your case? 25. 25. Okay. Ah, uh, he just barely gets a piece of ya.
3: Okay. And didn't we uh, which is- fight a Solarian before, except we didn't fight a Solarian somehow, and then we were like, don't worry, you'll use your stats for them some other time, and then this is that.
4: <laughs> mm. uh, we were going to hire a
2: Solarian.
3: No, you, then we we did- were. there was also a Solarian I feel like we were going to fight, but I could be wrong about that.
2: Mm. Well, you're fighting one now. Take twenty-four damage. Yeah, it seems like the uh, the. I mean, it's technically kinetic damage, but that scythe just rips through uh, your armor and it like burns away your scales. Um, it's it's got like the anti-life equation written into it or something. (laughs) Fun,
1: Quentin. Um, I am going to be as sneaky as possible, and I'm going to. Uh, so there's two guys, and there's a Hecubino and a Vangi. So I'm going to try and follow the, tray of, the trail of beers to wherever it goes to find whatever our MacGuffin is. MacGuffin is a good beer. I like the MacGuffin light. So I right. th- think it's probably going to be a stealthy check.
2: Uh, sure, to, or no. to go about and, and not be noticed. That's fine. Yeah.
1: I'm going to be the sneakiest sphere. <laughs> What I'm actually going to do is I'm going to try and travel through parts of the ship that are already ripped apart, and I'm actually going to partially unravel bits and pieces of my own systems, so that I just look like bits of detritus kind of bumping around the ship as people fight around me. Okay. And I roll a 19 to be sneaky A. a
2: yeah, I mean, it, you're helped by the fact that you have plenty of cover, and you're basically going deeper into the ship, whereas Hecubino and Bangy are staying and fighting. Uh, so that certainly helps. Um, you're, you know, often commented on shiny, you know, unmarred titanium,
1: quadra titanium. Thank
2: you. Yeah, doesn't doesn't exactly fit in with the debris. Um, But you are still able to uh, to it doesn't seem like you're drawing their attention right now. It seems like they've got uh, other targets uh, that they're focused on. I should have Uh, put on
1: my rusty penny. Uh,
2: So you get deeper and deeper into the bowels of the derelict ship. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the storage area, uh, there are a bunch of these these canisters. um, uh, Think of them like a, a. you know, metal drum, um, and most of them have been knocked over or empty or whatever. Um, uh, one of them, uh, when you, you pull up your like infra vision, your, your, you know, black light UV, whatever, um, uh, that one, uh, you can see the trail, uh, of beer leads directly to it. So you can, you have a target and all you need to do is get there and see what, what it is.
1: Okay, can I do that now?
2: That is what you are doing. You are working. Oh boy! On it. <laughs> so no, uh, I'm not there right now. Not there yet, but you will be there soon. Um, you have found something.
1: Uh, I shall add right. to my inventory one something.
2: Skritic. Hmm.
5: All right. Do you have anything? Uh, in. Were uh, yeah anything that I could shoot at yet?
2: Yeah, there's these two marauder ships that are are coming after you guys for sure. All right, which are uh, still arcs in range?
5: Are each of them
2: in? Uh, well, let's see. Um, both of them would be hittable by the turret gun, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, neither of them is in the forward arc. Um, I would say one is in the aft. Let me, let me pull up the ship uh, arcs. Yeah, here we go. The aft. Uh, one is in the aft and one is in the port arc.
5: Okay. Uh, I think I'll go ahead and uh, try a fire at wheel to fire the turret and the laser net and the port arc.
7: All right. Sounds to- good.
5: Take out one of these things, sure. And uh, a second, use piloting for firing, right?
2: Yeah. So you have to make uh, gunnery checks, um, which are uh, a little different. Let's see here, gunnery. Yeah, fire at will. Minus four to both. Um. So it's uh yeah it it's kind of like a piloting check. It's very similar. Um. You can either make a piloting check. So it's one d twenty plus either your base attack bonus or your ranks in piloting, uh, plus your dexterity mod, plus any bonuses from the computer, which, Hey, we've been forgetting about grace. Grace is, is a Tetra node plus two thing. So, uh, she can provide, I think four plus two bonuses. So certainly one to each of the people on the ship, uh, when you guys are making checks, um, and uh plus any bonuses from the captain science officers and minus any range penalty so uh you know it's a lot like a piloting check if you want it to be or it's a lot like a ranged attack roll
5: i think my piloting would be better because i'm not a full base attack class
2: okay uh and then you get a plus two bonus from uh the from grace Okay. Yeah,
5: I'm gonna apply that to both of these then if I can. And uh so basically a minus two to each, so I'll just click piloting twice. Oh wow. <laughs> so seventeen to hit for both. Uh I think
4: you should get that something is... if you roll doubles.
2: <laughs> that is yeah. that is a tragedy as I Oh no. I've already announced their their Armor class is, like, 19, and their target lock Ah. is 18. So it just misses both of them, or both attacks miss uh, the oncoming Marauder, who will now take its turn. And this one's going to move to try to follow you, so it has to make a piloting check.
4: Did we apply the
5: Grace's bonus to this? Well, uh, since I was firing two weapons, it's minus four.
4: Oh, oh, oh. That's to 17. Okay. Okay.
2: Also, um, technically you don't get any of the bonuses that operative gives to skills. Oh, on this. No. It. So it okay. would be a little bit lower.
5: Yeah. That'll be a good bit lower. Yeah. I'll figure out that, that.
2: it's not technically a piloting check. It's a special check called a gun gunner reaction. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, Their turn. So uh, one of them has a fairly hard time following you. Uh, The other one does not. So one you've gained some range on, um, which means it's going to fire. It's uh, it has a non ramming weapon uh, that it will use because it is sad. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. Uh, it will fire its light plasma cannon at you, I suppose.
3: We're all missing here, so we are all so sad.
2: Yes. Uh, well, uh, what's your guys... Uh, what's the squeaky clean's armor class? 14. Uh, okay, well, mm-hmm. it... Um, it critically hits. Uh-oh. Oh, no! It's the name of the show. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Starship critical hit.
4: No, uh, I, I heard that enemies don't critical hit anymore in games. <laughs> it's game. That's true, I read that,
2: yeah.
6: Uh.
4: Dating here where the, when this was recorded, I guess. Hello, Edition Wars people.
3: <laughs> course, you think you're not going to get
4: into War. one, but you're going to yeah. get into one.
3: The Forever Edition <laughs> okay. Wars. Okay.
4: I've
0: always been at war with additions <laughs> and subtractions.
2: So, um, buh, 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 buh. I'm just looking up the critical uh, damage here. Uh, so we've got a roll twenty-two seven. All right, the aft shields take thirteen damage.
0: All right. So one. Spills over to our hit points.
2: So okay. after
0: zero, our hit points is now 83.
2: Uh hull points, but it doesn't run. Yeah, either. sorry. Uh, okay. Um and yes. the other one is going to try to anchor onto you guys, which is to say no. breach. No. Uh, that's what they're gonna try to do. We'll Amu, they...
6: Prepare the gremlins. <laughs> We were planning on it.
2: Uh, Okay. They have locked on with their anchoring weapons and uh, slam into the squeaky clean. Ouch. Hmm. Yes. Ouch. Indeed. Grace actually says, Ouch. When this happens, she's like, Hey guys, this isn't good.
0: Um, Kevin, I, I, I don't really want to have any bad things happen to us, but were there any critical damage effects that happened from that critical hit?
2: Um, so, you know, I, I could be missing something here. I was just trying to look that up, uh, in terms of a starship critical hit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because all of your uh, all the damage was absorbed by the shields. Ah, I don't actually okay. think that uh, you, you guys suffer oh, uh, a yeah. critical effect. I could be wrong no, I, on that, but I, I think but you're okay.
3: right, because once only, they only happen once you, uh, the shields would go down.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, however you are being rammed.
0: I don't like it. <laughs> uh,
2: ramming. Um, the good news is because they're relatively small, Like, they're not going to deal a ton of damage. They have this ramming prow uh, attached to the the front. The pilot immediately attempts a gunnery check against the enemy ship's AC. Successful. All right, we have not pushed you. That is definitely not happening. Uh, But we do have a ramming prow. So, uh... You take 10 additional damage that all goes to the hull, uh, Bob. Um, okay. And uh, they have, you know how in the back of the ship, I always imagine it kind of like uh, Firefly, um, where the back of the ship opens up and there's a, uh, that's like kind of where you guys first entered the ship in the very first fight in the mm-hmm. beginning, at the mm-hmm. very beginning of the game. Um, there's that a big, uh, and, and you know, it's also where Uh, uh, I think you guys have had a number of other crashes and stuff like. Yeah, uh, that is where uh this Marauder ship has impacted, and uh you can hear um the the sounds of of the squeaky clean screeching as metal tears, and uh, presumably you will not be alone on the squeaky clean soon.
5: Uh, do we have like some kind of spines for if we get rammed? We, I thought, I thought we did. Oh,
3: I'm we looking for them. We do. oh yeah, because it was like they were super cheap, <laughs> and we're like, why not? Uh, let me find those.
7: Uh, Let's
0: see. Oh yeah, br- well no, we have breaching pods. Let
2: me see. Yeah, this is called Starship, Starship Spine. spine
0: yeah. Oh yeah, Starship Spine. There you go. Yeah,
5: just the Mark One.
2: Yeah.
5: Uh.
0: But it gave us uh, one more British pound to add to our uh, to our um, monetary units.
5: Yeah, when a starship outfitted as starship spines is ran by another vehicle or struck by an attack, whose maximum range is one hex, that vehicle provokes a free attack with the spines from the starship. Uh, spines are a starship weapon that require no mount. They can attack any arc and can't be used to make any other I'm just going to say attacks. roll a d4. Okay, just a d4. All right.
2: Well, it's just a mark one, right? So Yeah.
5: Yay! I actually
2: caused some damage. Alright. Good stuff. Um <laughs> two. <laughs> two damage to the Marauders. That's okay. Um their ships don't have a whole lot of uh a hull relative to uh to you guys, but um all right. Uh so that brings up Hecubino. Back on the derelict ship, chaos beast, uh Vesksolarian, Vangie's got her uh, frost pike stuck in the chaos beast uh quentin has flown away and hid it's all up to you hecubino what do you do okay
4: um did these guys have their or at least the Vesque i'm guessing has their like symbol like their little um red circle black hole Absolutely. looking thing yep. okay hecubino will say look out vangie we've run afoul of the dingus patrol and um, we'll uh, attempt to demoralize the Vesk. And because I have, what's it called? Improved Demoralize, I can do it as a move action. So ah. let's see if I can get this guy shaken.
2: Nice. Sure. So then an action the you can intimidate. intimidate. Sure, right?
4: Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, The DC of this check is equal to, okay. So yeah, it's an intimidate check. What's uh, that? 17. DC? What's Here, the DC? Me, DC of this check is equal to either 10 plus your opponent's total intimidate skill bonus or 15 plus one half or one and a half times the opponent's CR, whichever is greater.
2: Then that will fail.
4: Okay. Well, I wasn't doing anything with my move action anyway. Um, and I
2: see you also rolled quite poorly on yeah. the 20 roll, so that's okay.
4: Um, I will then, uh, he,
2: he takes out something from when you try to demoralize him, he mm-hmm. takes out, uh, uh, like a weird piece of like paper from his bag and just staples it onto, uh, the front of his, um, <laughs> helm and it's, it's a big circle Perfect. with a red ring around it.
3: Absolutely. No notes. Nice. Okay, I have a new strategy Uh, for this fight, and I'm going to be starting to look for spare um, stamps.
2: Okay.
4: Uh, All right, then I will mind thrust the vesk at at around a level three.
2: That sounds pretty good. Uh, So that's going to require a will save from me, right? Yep. What's Uh, the DC on that?
4: Will save is... That will be an 18.
2: Yep, I only have a 16, so I fail.
4: Okay. Uh, here comes 7d10 damage.
2: Nice. Oof. Now, apart from the Dreadnought, the Solarian has the most hit points of anything in this fight. That's
7: <laughs> 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 not surprising.
4: Uh, 40 <laughs> damage.
7: Nice. Wow. Um.
2: Oh yeah, you cause one of his eyes to just pop, and it—you yeah. can see one of them is—is is now like—it's all the blood vessels in it have have popped open, and it's barely fitting in his eye socket. Um. And uh, he's like just venting blood into his uh spacesuit as he breathes, coming out of his nose and ears and and uh, mouth. Uh, what what did you hit him with?
4: I uh. I built a like, you know, the 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 equivalent of like a Hello Kitty or like Lisa Frank store inside his brain. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't escape. He can't escape it. All those like puppies and cute kitties and stuff are always going to be there telling Cinema, him that life Cinema is, roll is going yeah, to be stalking him. Telling him that life is worth living.
2: <laughs> well, um after all of that, uh I uh I you know bragging about his hit points and everything like that, um he is exactly bloodied <laughs> off of my, that. Oh my god. Yeah. So pretty pretty impressive, Hecubino. You know. I'd um, say
4: pretty impressive all around, because I think most things would have dropped.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh well, he is not alone. Um and as much as the cast beast would love to go uh after the mindbreaker to avenge its companion, it doesn't think like that. In fact, it only thinks eat. Oh. Um, and it will turn uh it, it basically shifts a bunch of its body into tentacles. Um, and it now has like oh let's say thirteen tentacles, and at the end of each of those tentacles are remora style mouths
3: gross Ugh.
2: uh and they all try to latch onto you
3: ah, I will
2: as it makes a bunch of attacks,
3: try to put my armor in the way,
2: yep, uh, what is your k a c again twenty yep. five all right, well, it has a special multi attack, uh, so that's kind of cool uh miss ooh miss. <laughs> Uh, hit, miss. So that was uh, that was certainly a below-average be round for it.
3: For something.
2: Yeah, exactly. So take fifteen, okay. uh, damage as it does rip a chunk of your leg off. Yeah. Um. Oh, and by the way, uh, forgot to mention this when you got hit by the scythe. Um, you're also venting oxygen. Oh, great! Love that. But but that's a that's like. That's a problem that gets measured on the order of like ten rounds oh, sure, or something sure. like that. So, <laughs> but your spaceship, your spacesuit is getting ripped up. Mm-hmm. Now it does try to auto-seal itself, but it's not really designed to be, you know, ripped apart by pure destructive force or a dozen Milded mouths. Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I you know uh, there there's there's one kind of. You know, not not a big deal. Not a big deal with taking fifteen damage. Uh, but one should give me a will cool. save.
3: Cool, 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 cool. Always good. Is it uh, against a spell effect or a fear effect? Nope.
2: Okay. Sixteen. Not bad. Okay. Um, as uh, it it tries to inject you mm. with some of itself, um, and you're like, ah, what is that? And you realize it, it, like, kind of succeeds, and you're like uh for a moment it it like taps into your mind and you get the sense of like vertigo of like you know how it you kind of know where your feet are and where your hands are and mm-hmm. where every part of your body is in, intrinsically and you know like the shape of yourself without thinking about mm-hmm. it for just a moment you lose that yeah. um and you wonder what kind of effect that would have but then you're able to assert kind of control over yourself.
3: Great. Okay. Yep. Loving this.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, So that's the Chaos Beast Amu. So they haven't started to board the ship? Not yet, but they haven't had an action since they rammed you. Right. There's a lot
6: going on. I was just making sure. Uh, Will it take some amount of time to get the menagerie ready to go and try and plan out where this
2: uh likely ramming and boarding action will be. Uh it would certainly take an action to start mobilizing them.
6: Yes. Uh, we'll we'll get things ready to go so as uh if we do get boarded, uh they won't have a fun time. Okay. Who all are you
2: mobilizing?
4: The gremlins are the easiest thing to direct, surprisingly. Uh well the the gremlins you can use as like an actual like anti-ship system. True.
2: Oh yeah. Uh Other options include Squeebo, Gordo and Herman.
1: Yes. Send them Ooh. all. Send them all. <laughs> Send
6: them all. I'm going to say
2: you can pick two.
6: Uh we'll go with uh Gordo and Herman.
2: Uh, uh,
7: and get like them
4: wear, and le- leave Squeebo behind for cleanup. <laughs> I get getcha.
2: <laughs> All um. right. Uh, so um, the best way for you to do this would be to basically lead them there. Because they'll follow you. Like mm-hmm. you can explain it to Gordo, kind of, and he would probably do it on his own. Um or you could give directions to Herman and he might get there on his own. But if you lead them you can be sure that they'll both be there. Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan
1: here, boy, here, boy.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, Herman is going to follow and then immediately find a crate to hide in, uh, slash around behind, uh, and, you know, do his crate fiend thing. Um, while Gordo will just hang out with you. Okay. Um, in fact, right now he's kind of following you like a, like a cloak of moss. But he's also it's like, imagine if a giant moss monster the size of like, uh, I don't know, the Green Man or a <laughs> Shambling Mound or Swamp Thing um, was kind of hugging you with one arm. And uh, and that was like a cloak of moss. That's that's what you get going on.
1: Yeah, he's, he's weird, but he grows on you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that one, Matthew. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. You should meet
1: Gordo's brother, Pete Moss.
3: Boo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You you went a little too far. (laughs) You've got to know when to stop, man. You just got to know when to walk away. Ambition.
4: Ambition.
1: (laughs) Nope. Nope. Take the big swings.
2: All right. Um, and, uh, with that, it comes to, uh, the end of the round where, um, you see uh the dwarves get a hook uh they their their ship has a big hook hand and they evidently smash that into the rear of the ship that's uh rammed you so now it's a it's a three three ship oh. pile up out here uh as Brenton, Sirius and duthane uh evidently decided uh that the better part of valor was attacking
3: <laughs> a little help.
2: Uh, Vangie.
3: Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to try to get my weapon out of this monster's mouth. Ideally, maybe tearing into some of its mouth in the process. Athletics check. Sounds good. What? Come on. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's really this just not our night. Not... Mm.
2: All right. So you try to pull it out, and it seems to swallow it up more. So you have failed at your athletics check. Um, so you can. At- attempt it again but um basically you will no longer be like if you you'll no longer be able to attempt a full attack action
3: uh so okay so i could basically do something else or try it again but it's going to have taken my round to like i won't be able to attack this round as a result
2: You'll be able to make one attack, not two. Oh,
3: well, yeah, I was probably not going to make two attacks this round, anyways, because just how okay. Let
2: me let me uh, uh, let me let me let uh, me let me back this up. So, you can either stop that, mm-hmm. and it will have cost you a move action, mm-hmm. and that's fine, or you can basically full attack, uh, where one of your attacks is already gone, and you would make an athletics check. If you succeed, you get your weapon back, can make an attack, but you're taking the minus four penalty.
3: Oh, I see what you mean. So, gotcha. Um, I'll try that.
2: Okay. Two botches in a row on, on these is pretty yeah, it's, brutal. Yeah, it's really awful. One in, so
3: do I take the minus, one minus uh, four penalty on these? No, okay.
2: not on the, on the athletics check. Just don't botch. Okay, There you go. There
7: you go. Oh
3: uh cool so i get my weapon out of its mouth and then stab it yep uh
1: so you get your weapon out of its mouth and just put it right back yep. in just stab. pretty much rotate it
3: i will shake off the feeling of you know like flex my arms to try to remember where all my limbs are as i, I stab it in the in its face uh um, okay Ah, uh, so this one is at a minus four, though. Correct. Ah, uh, that's probably gonna miss because I rolled a two.
2: Yeah, that will that's miss. probably
3: miss no matter what, though.
2: Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So you do miss. Uh, and that basically takes your whole action. But don't worry, Vangie, your mere presence is is providing a benefit because, you know, you got to soak up attacks. Yeah, I
3: mean, it's, well. Uh... I would like to also be doing some damage, but, you know, I guess that's what uh, Hecubino's brain is is for.
2: All right, Bob.
0: Okay, uh, I think what I need to do is we've got one attached to us and one off to which side of the ship?
2: It's now in the aft arc, but it's also at a distance. Um,
0: okay, I want to try to uh, still try to outmaneuver it, but I also want to kind of get it on our port side okay Uh, sure where where the the shields are a heck of a lot stronger so
2: yep that makes sense all right
0: uh piloting check for that and i get a 23
2: yep that's that's pretty good i mean okay um you're succeeding uh i will i will offer you this devil's bargain Uh, okay i love the
0: devil's bargain oh no wait Uh, i'm talking about a monkey
2: paw sorry uh would you like to take a little bit of damage to your forward shields to um, get a slight uh, bonus on that check?
0: Uh, no, but I've got a grace bonus going on in there that I didn't throw in. So
2: oh well, hey, that's that's thrown fair. Thrown up
0: to a twenty-five.
2: Yep, that does help as well. Okay,
0: I don't need I don't need your stinky <laughs> devil stuff. Away with you, Satan! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Away with your
5: mustard Not and this round, Satan. Stop bringing your blades into dark stuff into
7: this <laughs> <laughs> that, right? <laughs> very good all right
2: then uh yeah you're you're able to turn so you're at uh the port uh arc facing them uh ooh back to the derelict ship, and I think um mm, Faggy. Yep. No, I think I'm going to go hunt down Hecubino. Yeah, that's legit.
3: He did blow up your face.
2: He walks away from you. Um, uh, I do? Yeah, that yeah. provokes. Uh, He's not afraid of you because you haven't done anything No, I mean, yet. that's
3: legit. Uh, but I... Do I still have... I don't have the penalty anymore, though, right?
2: Correct. Correct. No penalty. Cool. Uh
3: 19? Uh, that misses him, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> Just rolling tears. His,
2: his arm, Man. Yeah. Um, he shrugs it off of his shoulder plate because he's wearing fairly heavy armor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he runs up towards Hecubino and will charge him. Well. Uh, as uh, he continues to gain in density and basically picking up... Um, more and more light and even like small uh like uh dust motes and and like little rocks that are floating around uh start getting attracted to him um and just kind of sticking onto his armor um but you can now barely see him only really the the glow of his uh purple and red scythe tells you where where he is he's now uh like kind of a a being of pure darkness. Mm. Yep. Sorry. Uh, uh, Yeah. Run at you. What is your KAC? 24. 24. Okay. Well, he hits you uh, for 20 damage.
4: I would like to spend a resolve point. Ooh, that's right. To use uh, share pain, so one share resolve pain, yeah. uh, to reduce by damage by my level, which is seven, and deals I believe that much damage to him, uh, but uh, negates with a will save.
2: Um. Okay. Uh, what's the save DC?
4: I'm gonna guess it's. 17 i don't have it written down
2: well i i i have like a 14 so okay i i fail
4: yeah it wouldn't be below a 16
2: yep uh how much damage are we talking about
4: seven right that's my level
2: yes so uh that means you take 13 and he takes seven yep okay it's a pretty good trade yeah considering it was his action mm-hmm. you know <laughs> Uh,
7: I'm, all
4: uh, right. I'm trying to I'm trying to build a character here that deals a lot of damage but never has to <laughs> roll. It's good
3: considering <laughs> all my rolls are bad tonight.
2: Uh, Quentin, you have approached uh the the container.
1: Okay. Um, Is it sealed?
2: Uh, yes, but you could easily unseal it if you wish.
1: I would like to easily unseal it, but also not make a lot of noise so that sure. celestial horrors and or you know. Angry uh, folk won't come looking for me.
2: Uh, So you unseal it, and inside (laughs) uh, this capsule is this like this drum. It's evidently some uh, basically what you're here for because it is packed to the brim, filled with notes, like handwritten notes and printed out images. It looks like an evidence board, which is the you know conspiracy board string board mm. was taken down, and then mm. all of it was just shoved into this mm. um and uh the other thing that's in here is a strange fabric it's it's huge um it uh it sh- kind of shimmers in many different colors um and uh, you realize this thing is, um, you know, possibly designed for a starship. It looks like it has ways of being connected to. Like it, it's certainly very big. Like most of the 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 room in this uh, this drum is actually occupied by this. Um, it, it's kind of like a sheet, maybe.
1: Sun shield for a spaceship.
2: Something like that. Um, You could uh, make an engineering check or maybe a mysticism check.
1: To see if I could identify it? Yeah. Mm Hmm. Hmm. Knowing. Yeah. Knowing my complete lack of engineering and mysticism. I think it's more likely that my question is, can I get this out to someone who has
2: such things?
1: Is well, it possible for me to move the capsule or the contents?
2: Yeah, I mean, what's your sh- strength score?
1: Oh, laird of mighty! Uh, I believe it's an eight.
4: Okay, so don't you uh, laugh what? at me, girl. What's your dexterity?
3: Uh, not bad. It's my dex. <laughs>
4: yeah, that wasn't the right. That wasn't the right my one to
3: guess. <laughs> Shut up.
7: <laughs>
4: Well and the only other thing I'm good at is
1: like constitution and charisma and she's like fine. Anyway. Uh
2: so um you got get this sudden, middle arms. You get this sudden <laughs> idea when uh the derelict ship moves suddenly to one side and uh the one of the nearby empty drums starts rolling um and then kind of like bounces in zero G and you realise, wait. This thing doesn't – it doesn't matter how much it weighs. You can just like kind of – it will be very, very simple for you to to move this thing. Uh, You might want to like roll it, um, but it will be trivial for you to to move it. You just probably want to reseal it and get a move on.
1: Okay. Let me ask you the stupidest question I've ever asked in this game. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. I keep in mind the questions that I've asked and the questions that I'm known for asking. Let's
2: get it over with.
1: Are there any holes in the hull in this room or this this area? Yes. Yes. All right. Do we have comms to where I can communicate?
2: Yes, with you can. The other you can, team members. Uh, you can certainly communicate to uh everyone, uh on on the derelict
1: everyone on the derelict okay so i'm gonna am send a message to hecubino and vengi uh and it, it's going to be short and sweet it's going to be objective accomplished spacing myself and then uh quentin is going to take the uh thing and then just shoot out the side of the ship and try to look as much like detritus as possible <laughs> so that no one tries to kill me, but I also don't have to walk through uh, Cthulhu and uh, all of the nastiness over there. Not realizing, or not necessarily, I don't have a way to know whether the ship is in some sort of mortal combat situation. Uh,
2: but yeah, I'll do that. All right. Uh, stealth check, I'd say. Stealth check? Or uh-huh. disguise, if you want.
1: <laughs> My disguise is god-awful. I'd prefer stealth. Uh, Stealthen it up. Uh, there's a decent roll. How about a 30?
2: All right. No one will ever find you. Crap.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, hang on. (laughs) I'm going to use the special frequency that I have with my dear, my close personal friend, Grace. (laughs) There you go i'm gonna i'm gonna flip the little beep that is a very narrow band. It's like it's like uh f m radio it's like an eighty nine point five and it's gonna be like eighty nine point five Quentin coming at you grace coming at me, please oh yeah,
7: all
2: right, well, as that happens uh grace and everybody on the squeaky clean has some other issues to deal with as oh, no. the uh breaching pod opens. Uh, from the Marauder ship and a trio of gnolls oh. emerge um, Ooh, they are space gnolls just as bad as regular <laughs> gnolls
1: I believe it's actually pro- pronounced Noel and we need to know which one is first
2: uh, <laughs> one of them uh, runs at just just because of that Matthew I'm going to <laughs> just because of that um runs at amu he's carrying this hideous looking uh sack it's c- clearly like molding and it smells like rotten no, meat. Clampus, no um, clampus! and <laughs> uh and uh it laughs hysterically at Amu and says, What's the baggage allowance here? I just brought my carry-on oh. and it throws it at you oh. and it's all uh disgusting rotten meat um that you unfortunately with your life science in immediately recognize uh these creatures are cannibals mm. um and that was another knoll once Close. uh the gnolls move to attack um Two of them, though. What one? They're, they're all coming at Amu. One of uh, them encounters Gordo, though, uh, and immediately starts hacking into Gordo with uh, basically a, a like fist gauntlet chainsaws. Ew. Yep. Okay. okay. Uh, and another one has uh kind of uh. It's technically a, a Vesque weapon, a Daisho, another melee weapon, but it gets uh surprise attacked by uh Herman and basically aborts coming at, at uh Amu um in favor of facing off with Herman. <laughs> um so the two gnolls are busy with their two uh, allies for the moment, uh, but there's still one more, uh their leader, who will uh Come at you with a tachlash, which I'm not even sure what that is. um Oh, these are sounds Klingon. It's yeah. certainly it's it. Oh, <laughs> it's a tachlash, tactical whip. Oh, I like my way of saying it, <laughs> more <laughs> <Yes>. Anyway, <laughs> um, it seems to want to uh, take you alive.
4: What a coincidence! We agree
2: on one thing. <laughs> um,
3: yeah, all the better to steam you with.
2: What's your kinetic armor class? Twenty. It misses you. Ha <gasps> uh, It will also try to bite you, and it misses. Oh no! It hits you with a bite. Boo! Uh, take ten points of damage, Amu. Ow! All right. That's the Knowles Skritic. Mm.
5: Would I be able to get to those guys like within this
2: round? Absolutely. You're fast. Okay. But there's still another ship out there. You don't want to blast yeah. that ship? Sure.
5: That's yeah, there's a the debate. I could try to blast the ship. Uh it's in our port side now, right? Correct. I'll try another <laughs> Basically, dual attack with the minus her, but I'll definitely. So use Grace space can bonus.
2: provide two plus twos. Yeah. Um, and so your your check will be your ranks in piloting plus your dex mod.
5: So that should be eleven plus her two, so
2: thirteen minus four. And then minus four, so plus yeah. nine. Yep. Actually. Yeah. And let me know which one you're doing first, because one's right. the laser net and one's the uh. Uh. uh Turn, turret right? first. Okay.
5: Ooh, That's a good, a good roll.
2: roll. That's better
5: than the threes I rolled earlier.
2: And the net. Ooh, Boom. Wow. Much, much better. There we go. It was all about That's the, the being in the port arc. That did it. <laughs> all
7: right. So and go so... ahead and
2: roll damage on both of those successful hits. Scrolling back.
5: Let's see. For the turret, uh, we have 60, 10. Dang.
2: Yeah, that's going to be a problem for them. Uh, 30 there.
5: Yep. <laughs> and uh, for the laser net, uh, 2d6 point plus 10. Oh, is that? What is that?
2: Uh, don't worry about the point plus 10. Okay. Um, just so, roll the 2d6. So
5: that's our 2d6.
2: Less impressive. Six. Hey, you know what? It's hull points, and it doesn't have shields. Uh, it's hull points is 35. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thirty and six. That blows it up in time. Nice. Good job, Yay. Beautiful. Well
5: I could have done that last round. <laughs>
2: That's
3: okay. That's okay I've done nothing right. this fight. <laughs>
2: Your fight isn't over yet. Um all right. Well that was a good action for Scrittik. And that means that there's no more Marauder ships that get to act. So we go from uh, dealing 36 damage uh, to a starship to dealing 40 damage to a Vesk Solarian. Hecubina.
4: I thought that I should be down here because I wouldn't be much help in a space fight. But what (laughs) I'm hearing is I should just be out in the hall, like blasting ships with Mm -hmm. my brain.
7: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) we'll just strap you to the nose of the ship and let you just
4: so i have a feat that reduces or or rather increases my um defense against attacks triggered by casting spells okay Uh, which is i'm guessing what would happen if i try to blow this guy up at point blank correct okay um is there something like a guarded step that would, like, allow me to still, like, say a snoipe that would still allow me to move away and cast a spell?
2: Yes, you can take a guarded step action.
4: Okay. Do I feel like it won't be within his range still?
2: Um, he has gotten. He has never attacked with reach.
4: Okay. All right. So we'll do that then. I'll basically Hecubino's gotten. Hit once, and he's going to, um, very, uh, not in a very cool way, like fall on the ground, like flip over, and like kind of like scuttle away on all fours, and then like basically turn around and like put a hand to his temple and try to uh, mind thrust again. Uh, okay. and we'll we'll do it at at level three one more time, so that'll be uh, 18. Uh DC.
2: Eighteen DC. Alright. Let's see. Uh he makes his save this time.
4: Okay. So he's only gonna take half of this then. Okay. Uh half of thirty-four is
2: seventeen. There you go. That's still pretty good. Yeah. You've done a ton yeah. of damage to him. Um
4: Oh, I forgot to demoralize him first. Oh wait, no, I had to use my move action to move away.
2: The guarded step, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh all right. Uh so um the solarian is is drawing in more and more uh void power, but it's also losing more and more blood. Yep. Uh the chaos beast, however. Um Will just unleash it, it. Since it couldn't get you with its uh remora mouths, it uh tw- it starts ship shifting those mouths in a spiral formation, turning them into scorpion like stingers and tries to sting you a bunch of times Great. instead. Yeah, <clears throat> KSC 25, right? Yep. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Three misses and a hit. Eight. Jeez, that is so good. At least we're having similar um. luck. <laughs> All right. So take eighteen damage. Okay. Uh and your mind again imagines yourself like shift like basically um. Imagine your belongings starting to become one with your body, um, like you know, say the fly, ah. uh, yeah, um, and uh, that's you know. It start you, you can almost feel your backpack and spacesuit start to sink into your skin, and you're like, wait, 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 no, 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 we're not doing that. You don't need to make a new save, um, but I am going to keep describing it, because I find it cool. Fair enough.
3: That's very creepy.
1: <laughs> that's gross.
2: Uh, all right. Uh, that's the cast beast, Amu. Oh, boy. Yeah. Your allies are currently fighting off two of the gnolls, but there's one facing you down.
6: Got gonna- it take a step back and use the capture pole. Nice. 23. Yeah, that'll hit. Woo. Uh I can initiate a grapple with that?
2: You can. Uh does it still do damage? Uh yes, um okay. just it deals the non-lethal damage because it's uh merciful. Yeah. and uh yeah you still get to make the the grapple check but grappling is pretty hard in this game so
6: that's fair damage will be 12 okay uh and then do i do another roll for a grapple check or
2: yeah it's a d20 roll um it's uh it
6: i know it's a combat maneuver yes which i might have supposed to do instead of
2: is equal to your base attack bonus plus strength bonus um and i don't think
4: they are not smaller than me i'm assuming
3: no i think they're medium size too
2: no they're they're medium size yeah yeah
4: so when wielding a grapple weapon you can use it to perform a grapple without having your hands free when you do so you gain a plus two bonus to the attack roll And if you roll a natural 20 on the attack roll, you apply the weapon's critical hit effect, if any, to the target. So that would be on the grapple attack roll, right? Or does it count both of them? Or does it count it as the the initial hit as starting the grapple?
2: Uh, So you still have to make um, a check, though. Let's see here. Yeah, it's still a melee attack roll against the opponent's KAC plus eight. Yeah. Um, I would say you get the plus two on the grapple check. Yeah. So yeah. So plus two on this. So it's a normal melee attack with plus two bonus. Okay.
6: That's probably a no.
2: That's not gonna grapple him because his KAC is higher than that already. So all right. Uh, uh, be all of Maya. So you move back. And whacked him. Yep. All right. Uh, the dwarves will back out, and Um Umsala uh, will short shout a w- warning now. Just using the comms, as you can see, Bob, that the dreadnought has started slowly turning in your direction. It's clearly Uh-oh. not very maneuverable, but it is big. You cannot fight it. Um, okay. Well, I mean, maybe you can. It. It looks pretty beat to crap. So. Who knows, but it, it, it it might be, uh, uh, it's not glass cannon. I don't know. A space Hulk cannon. Mm. Um, where
0: it's Hulk still smash. So,
2: yep. Uh, Brenton, Sirius and Duthane, however, back their ship, uh, out and, um, pull the marauder ship out uh, of the squeaky clean with it. Um, momentarily uh there's a, a vacuum um before uh grace kind of seals it with um uh allocating the bare minimum of like life support system to to sealing that uh hull breach okay uh um Sala. yeah on the comms is like all right uh hope you have what you need because we have to go yeah
0: uh okay so is it is it my turn already gosh Um, uh it is
2: vangie's turn
4: okay
3: uh all right well
2: that is your turn bob you're you're on deck
4: okay
3: and i'm
4: bull rush it bull rush it out of the place
7: uh
3: bull rushing is extremely hard in this edition um like extremely unlikely plus it like doesn't have like it's got weird shape so i bet it probably has like advantages my plan is i think just gonna lash at it and run okay um uh so i think i'm gonna just do that i'm gonna try to stab it and see see where that gets us a full a full attack
7: okay
2: full attack full attack into the chaos beast you're under no other penalties, so just go. Bam, hey, that hits.
3: Finally. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right, let me do some damage then. Uh, 18 damage.
2: Okay. Oh. It recoils, but, you know, it is not. Y- you chop off uh, some of its arm-leg tentacles. Uh, then
3: take another 22 damage.
2: Ooh, now that will bloody it. That's uh, that's that's done a, a, a fair bit of damage you've cut you cut off several of its tentacles and while it can regrow them it it still obeys conservation of matter of like mass more or less so uh it it's it's shrinking but it wants to stay as violent as possible um so you're effectively dealing body blows oh, to it
3: something um then i'm gonna take a uh guarded step away
2: Nope, you're not because full attack oh. is full round action. You don't get we're a not. move action. I'm you're I'm stuck there. Right.
0: <laughs> uh Bob, two things that I want to do. I want to open up comms and I want to uh let uh, Vangi and Hecubino know that they need to get out the ship. We're going to be doing a uh, we're going to be trying to pick them up very quickly in a moment and then I need to steer the ship so that I can uh grab Quintin and his uh capsule floating there in space.
2: Yes. Uh so that'll be that's interesting. The comms you can definitely just do that. Um okay. I'm assuming you don't care if anybody else hears the comm traffic at this point. No. It should it should all be encrypted but you know the difference yeah. is like they know you're there so yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay, what do you say to them?
0: Uh Banky Hekibino the the Dreadnought is turning around. We need to get out of here now. I've got a signal from Quentin, and I'm going to, to grab him uh, in flight. So get ready to move.
2: Um, uh, Yeah, and you guys now have full comms okay. uh, because it can be routed basically through the ship. The ship's comms can reach you. Your comms can't reach the ship normally. All
3: right. Um, so. uh, we got company over here.
0: Okay. I'm going to uh swing around to pick up uh Quentin.
2: Uh all right. Uh make a piloting check.
0: Uh I'm gonna add a plus two to this. Okay. Uh, probably don't need it, but twenty seven.
2: <laughs> uh and um Quentin, give me Maybe. your choice of a reflex save or an acrobatics check.
1: Hmm, did you say acrobatics? I did uh
2: 26. Awesome. Then uh you get to describe how you uh get hooked back onto the ship. Um the the entrance way, the one way you can kind of get into the ship is that massive hole uh that got rammed into the the aft uh mm-hmm, into the cargo mm-hmm. bay. So that's your your point of uh ingress, but you get okay. to decide uh briefly uh how 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 you look and what you do. Okay. So,
1: When the little capsule came flying out of the wrecked derelict ship, Quentin came after. One arm grabbed the thing and started to use the momentum of that to flip himself around. Then let's go, flips around it, grabs it with his other arm, and then throws it at the squeaky clean. Following behind it like Peter Griffin trying to kill a Decepticon with a keg of beer.
2: All right, and. Bob, uh, what uh, fancy flying techniques do you use to be sure that uh, the nonsense Quentin is attempting to oh sure
0: work? we had to do a complete what's like the loop to loop we had to fly <laughs> up and two, down and two
2: around in a barrel and roll.
0: then line up uh, line up the rear opening with this little tiny speck of metal floating behind me and I momentarily slam on the brakes so he comes sliding into the uh, into the
2: cargo bay nice awesome all right uh well, uh, you have gotten a Quentin on board uh but uh back uh on the derelict, the solarian um uh rips off his uh face panel of his helmet um exposing himself to the vacuum, spits blood in uh Hecubino's direction, which immediately becomes a cloud. Um, due to the way liquids kind of work in space. Um, So there's just a foam of red in front of you, Hecubino, as he will perform a... Uh, Well, I guess he can't full attack you. Hmm. Because you're too far away.
4: I'm one space away from him.
2: (laughs) Uh... Oh, wait a minute. We've got tricks. We have...
7: Oh, Deller tracks
2: cloud tricky. Eh? <laughs> well, there's 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 things we can do.
1: Um just let us have one win, Kevin. Come on. <laughs> you hit us with the literal god of dollars. I mean, we're all still demoralized.
2: He will actually plant his uh scythe down. Uh, and start pulling you in towards him, Hecubino, make a fortitude save. Oh, no. As the the intensity of the gravity around you is suddenly magnified, and you feel like you're being sucked into a little black hole. I rolled a six. Uh, Yeah, that's not going to make it. So... Uh, oh, no. You get pulled right next to him, and he will bite you. What's your KAC?
4: KAC is twenty-four.
2: Uh, he hits you with his bite for eleven damage. Okay. Um, and uh, you're pulled. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I guess you're just right next to him again. Yeah. And he readies his scythe uh, to uh, attack you uh, again a moment later. Um, Quentin? Hmm? Uh, You get thrown into the uh, cargo bay, where there are evidently three gnolls attacking Amu, uh gordo and herman
1: oh i'm gonna shoot them
2: (laughs) which one are you gonna shoot
1: um which one is closest to amu the leader the biggest one rocket to the face all right trying to see i need my melee bonus there's pushing the button wouldn't be
2: melee it um, it would be ranged
1: oh good my range bonus is so much better yep You know, I'm good at games, you guys. Uh, 22. Hit. Boom. All right. I fire a rocket out of my, I don't know, duodenum. Uh, my belly button. It's hard to say. Uh, What is the B on my damage? Do you remember? That means bludgeoning. bludgeoning. Cool. So he takes three points of bludgeoning damage. That's a bummer.
2: Uh, that almost, I guess you don't have weapon specialization in it.
4: I don't know. Is that a a long arm?
3: Yeah, you should. It It should be like at least half your, I think it should just be your class level. Um, because it's a long arm.
4: Yeah. Because it's a two handed weapon.
2: Yeah. That I, I think Um. you, it doesn't add, you don't have a bonus listed there. Uh, Matthew, next to the attack.
4: one unless
1: I did it wrong. Mm, we'll do 12
2: you Add your e. character level to the damage with a selected type or half or small. Yeah, just add. Uh, go ahead and add seven to that.
1: All so right. 10. ten. Ten is much And
2: better. on your character sheet, put yeah. like plus seven next to it. Okay. Because, yeah, you should have weapon specialization in all the things you're proficient in. I do, yeah. Okay. Uh, ten damage to that guy, and he. Oh, it did get, um, uh, man catcher pulled in the face last, uh, round. So, uh, that's not nothing. Uh, he's looking a bit tired. (laughs) Um, cool. But now the gnolls go. Uh, so two of them will continue their attacks against your allies who are now looking a little beat up for what it's worth. Um, they're, uh, responding in kind. So these knolls are also uh, looking fairly beat up at this point, um, but you might want to bail them out. Uh, they're, they're doing a good job of, of tanking them for the moment, but they, they might not be able to do it for forever. The leader though, will think he's going to do something weird. Oh, good. Yeah. He, Yells at them in Knoll, uh, basically inspiring them to attack uh, more ferociously, and they all deal a bit more damage. Um, oh, as this? he uses the envoy improvisation, get him.
1: No, he didn't.
2: He totally did, and then he's gonna tacklash, clash. uh, Amu, uh, four. 11 non-lethal damage
6: yeah it was a third of my current hit points
2: ah it's adding up uh that brings us to (laughs) skritic
5: well i think i'm gonna have to help those guys out Um, i
2: mean only because there's no more ships to blow up yes
5: i mean there's (laughs) still one
3: i don't think you're blowing that ship (laughs) up. well
5: i don't know I don't think we want to provoke that bear even more. Uh, So I think largely, while they're focused on everyone, I'm just going to try to creep around without him noticing and largely just leap and sink my blades into his back.
2: Yeah, that sounds awesome.
5: And attack? Yeah. All right. You have to... Uh, twenty-four. Mm, that might be a little low. Uh, challenge rating four or less. Which Probably one are you attacking? Not. Well, the leader. I was going to go.
2: for Yeah. The nope. Nope. The I leader is so. not challenge rating four. Ah.
5: Oh well. Uh. we'll, we'll try with my knife.
2: Uh. Well, you hit. hit
5: okay. For three but damage. I,
2: I, three damage. Yeah, I saw that. That's that's sad. You really yeah. want the trick attack? Oh well. <laughs>
7: oh well Uh, it's something uh,
2: he laughs uh in that hyena-ish way at your uh attack (laughs) Ah, it can't all be good and that brings up hecubino
4: Sam, does Vangi have a, t- a thing where she can, like, attack something if it attacks me and it's, like, adjacent?
3: Um, So I have a thing where if they try to move away from me, I can attack. Um, Like, I, I have step up and strike, but I don't have anything that's, like, bodyguarding specifically. Okay. Oh, uh, and
2: go ahead. real quick, uh, Rodrigo. Um, so you told me what happened to the first Mind Thrust, but not on the second Mind Thrust.
4: I tried to open a Disney store across mm-hmm. the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I couldn't get the licensing so that's probably why yeah. I wasn't as good. Uh so yeah, Hecubino just got bitten. Uh so instead of instead of allowing the suit to sort of naturally try to seal around the the bite, uh Hecubino's actually going to like turn a dial and just allow like a bunch of Air to just like puff out through there, blowing probably his own blood and uh Hecubina's blood into that guy's face, and then Hecubina will withdraw.
2: Oh, nice! <sighs> uh, getting some distance, uh, you're going uh, back out to kind of like where you guys landed initially. Is that right?
4: Yep, I'm gonna, I'm just going for it, and be like, and you know, as I run past or over or whatever, I'm like, let's get out of here, Bangy.
2: uh the dreadnought has completed its turn and is now slowly starting to gain speed in your direction
1: the The dreadnought will be clearing the planet in 30 seconds
2: yeah it is big and slow but um it probably has very powerful and long-range weapons so uh the chaos beast attacks so let's see we did stingers we did little remora mouths. Um, what do you guys think? Uh you should do a Oh, full... it's because squirted
4: ink can get away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um inky jets. Old uh, D&D
4: attack pattern. Ooh, no. Claw uh, v <laughs> claw, claw bite, wing buffet tail attack.
2: Tail Just flap. like open yeah.
1: up like the thing or a Venus fly trap and try to okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, lots of Venus flytrap mouths. I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Not helping.
2: They're still mouths, but they're different mouths. Um, They're not Remora mouths, they're Venus flytrap mouths. Right. Uh, So that's great. Good advice. Thank you. One hit, one crit. The hit causes 17 (laughs) damage.
3: Okay. I am out of stamina. Hey,
2: that's not bad. And then, well, oh, I maybe should have rolled damage twice on the uh, Starship crit. Oh, well, whatever. Um, The second one is 9 plus
3: 24. 33. Oh. okay. Yeah, I'm definitely running because I'm basically out of hit points. And, uh...
2: I think this is a wounding weapon. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so make a oh, I guess I have to decide what kind of uh wound it's gonna deal. Uh oh, I'm rolling the wrong die. D20. Thirteen. Uh leg. Uh so give me a fortitude of save. The leg.
3: Uh luckily that's my best save, so here's hoping. Hey, not 20
7: leg ah. save <laughs> that,
2: Vangie you don't skip do on leg day right? Okay. and that, that that's what's making the difference here uh cool then you are not wounded in the leg from lowering your speed which would definitely suck yeah. right now uh cool uh that's it for the chaos beast Amu still in a fight with these gnolls yeah am I able to get the uh
6: dragon gland the cone without hitting uh allies right now
2: yes um but you can only pick one of the other nulls
6: uh who's looking worse go to herman ah uh, herman okay well then we'll get that gnoll. okay uh reflex dc 16
2: okay let me pull up these little nulls here reflex uh Ah, uh, they both fell. Note to self: I should roll first, then look at their saves. Because if you sometimes you don't have to care. Uh, nine damage, or... low or high, I suppose. Um. Yeah, that's gonna kill the one that was uh, fighting Herman, and uh, the one that's fighting you is um definitely looking worse for wear. It's been bloodied for a bit.
6: There's no way Amu could have made it so that Stardust stuff was non-lethal? Like, Uh, freezing them, putting them down? Hmm.
2: No, Energy damage can't be converted to non-lethal in this.
3: Hmm. Okay. Amu can have a moral crisis. How how
2: does Amu feel about that? Yeah. It was going to kill Herman or your allies. So. And they are... Pretty freaking horrible cultists of the devourer, as you know, actually. Um, and you're surrounded by a meat bag that they threw at you that was one of their yeah. other compatriots. So, if that makes you feel yeah. any better, uh, about the murder you just committed, um, <laughs> dwarves and Amsala. Amsala will say, Um, I'm punching in coordinates, I think I know a way out of here. Uh, Amu, can you run these? She doesn't know that you're busy right now. Yeah, but Uh, we've got other sections
6: of the brain to dedicate to that.
2: Bob, you see that she's punching in some really dangerous-looking coordinates.
0: Man, those are sure dangerous-looking coordinates. Are you sure you got this right?
2: No, I'm not sure. It's just that we don't have another way out of here. Uh, Okay. In all fairness, this is exactly something Rain would do i'm not saying that it's safe though <laughs> not at all
0: all right hang on we're gonna be there in just a second i gotta get Vangy and and hecubino
2: Vangy. Uh, i'm booking it <laughs> you, you guys are leaving oh, these yeah. guys here <laughs> no no more fighting no. them uh you you uh so i guess you could Let's withdraw as well as you back away from the the mm-hmm. chaos beast um and uh rejoin hecubino yes.
3: I mean, my movie speed is 40, what do you guys so, say i don't know
2: sure um but you probably want to be in the same place so that the ship can come and get you <laughs>
3: uh so yeah so she is like springing oxygen and blood and like you know just like looking over her shoulder to try and be like hope oh, that ride comes quickly
2: uh speaking of which bob
0: yeah, um Bob is going to pilot the uh the ship so the back end is opening uh opened up to where they're going to uh emerge from.
2: It's a good thing that the uh cord that we briefly mentioned that tied them to the ship automatically disconnected when you started flying away. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I know we didn't need to mention it, but it's because it, everybody, everybody knows, knows that, that that's what sure. happened. Yeah, that's exactly um, what
1: happened. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's, uh, it's but, not even worth it. Just, just
2: uh, but it immediately extends oh. outward again. Uh, Vangie, you can make an acrobatics or yeah, athletics I'll make an check.
3: Athletics check, and hope I roll better than the last few times I've done that. Can I? Okay, twenty-nine. There
4: you go. Um, can I? Can Hekubino hop on Vangi's back? And so uses rocket bo- boots to help steer. Oh, yeah. To help get us up farther.
3: Yeah, Bengi For actually sure. also has rocket boots, so she could also activate them to try to get some extra lift.
2: All right, you guys, rocket boot, uh, the, the, both, you know, it's team co-captains, uh, hand-in-hand, arm-in-arm, uh, rocket booting your way back onto oh. the ship. Your that spacesuits is. have been fairly well-shredded, um, and there's evidently a hole in the ship now, uh, which, yeah, at some point, someone really should take the patch ship, uh, like, shields action to mm. give you guys actual shields there, as opposed to venting life support into space. Um, but as you guys land there, you realize there's still gnolls fighting here. Uh, so, Bob, you have um, you have swung by and picked them up. The coordinates Umsala gave you, they're towards they're playing it really, really fast and loose with the event horizon (laughs) of the black hole, basically using it to slingshot uh, yourself and pick up like an absurd amount of speed. uh, And um, as another way of interstellar travel. Hmm. Hold together, Grace,
0: we're going to punch it.
2: All right. Boom! And uh, with that successful piloting check, um, the dreadnought starts firing its its massive uh, arsenal of weapons at you. Uh, you know, heavy torpedo launchers and linked coil guns. Uh, several more marauders start flying out, um, uh, trying to catch you with laser nets and things like that. Um, the knolls uh, are swiftly put down by everybody still in the the cargo bay uh before uh the ship uh everything turns plaid for a moment um <laughs> and uh you guys uh are 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 momentarily uh safe um it occurs to you though uh this is um as you are are basically uh gaining momentum from uh, the, the force of the black hole you have no idea where this will send you and in fact it might tear the ship apart as it is current like it, it Grace is telling you that you're under intense uh, gravitational uh, stress here and she's not sure like she's already starting to route power to try to to, to withstand it but something needs to change, or this might not be successful. I'll go talk to the core.
4: Let's
0: kick those knolls out the back. They're weighing us down.
2: Sure.
3: Quentin.
1: Yes. I'm going to kick out the knolls. Nope. Oh. What
5: about the, the, the
3: bucket, the thing that we're supposed sure. to put on it? I don't know this end character, but you found something.
2: You found something that looks like it could be attached to Maybe a ship. That would help us! I did.
1: I found a car cover. Do you think I can attach it to the ship?
2: Um. So, uh, you share that with the people who are in the uh, cargo bay with you.
1: Everyone, I found something in the ship. It seems to be some sort of covering for a spacecraft, but I don't uh, know if I can do anything with it.
2: Engineering or mysticism checks from um, everybody but uh, Bob. Everybody but Bob, I guess, because Bob is flying the ship. Yeah, I'm, flying the ship. I'm, I'm flying the ship. I'm flying. I guess Quentin, you don't need to give me a check because <laughs> you you already you know. Yeah, and I, I suck yeah, at both of
1: funny. those things. Yeah.
2: All right. Uh, then, um, is uh, for Amu? Is that which check is that? Engineering. Amu doesn't have mysticism. (laughs) Okay. Between, uh, between Amu's engineering and Hecubino's mysticism, you can identify these. This is a chaos sail. Um, it is an alternate form of, uh, interstellar travel. Um, not a drift drive, uh, but a, another system that you could, uh, basically patch into the ship And it will uh, tap into the volatile energies of the roiling Maelstrom plane, uh, enabling starships to travel through that plane to bypass interstellar distances. Um, However, raw chaos is difficult to harness, so they carry unpredictable (laughs) risks.
4: Who is boss flying the ship? So I'll be Hmm. like. uh, Round butt. Cheeks, let's get this installed. Hurry, 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 hurry! Wait, am I round butter or my cheeks? Uh, you are you are cheeks because you are a round robot, and Skriddick right. is round bot because he's a little hamster guy with big cheeks. <laughs> Makes perfect sense.
7: Perfect sense.
4: Got it. Okay, I'm on it.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it will take um a couple of engineering checks, uh to install this quentin you can basically automatically assist by being someone who can be outside the ship safely right now which um also let's not worry about the physics of it there's you know technically you're entering a uh event horizon so but the ship's got like some sort of
4: let's
7: say gravity well or something like that yeah Yeah, cohesive
4: yeah zero point gravity aspect sure
7: which actually is probably literally,
4: you know draws in like uh, atmosphere around
1: the ship uh, the, in a limited the, capacity. The drift
4: yeah. drive is literally <laughs> magic,
2: right? <laughs> uh, so I need engineering checks. I will need at least three successful checks, and uh, you are under time pressure as so, the hole is starting to I weaken. Can I assist? You, you can assist, or you can oh, make one enough. of the checks.
3: I will. I
2: can ad- Hey, who has
4: who who's making the checks? Uh, I
3: have got a plus 10 engineering.
7: Yeah.
4: That's
7: They're not me. bad. Am We'd I out of a-
4: of this
0: or no?
2: Uh someone else would have to take over piloting. Oh.
4: Yeah, okay. so if if Bob is piloting then what's a, what's critics it's engineering? It's also fairly like?
2: difficult to pilot this for right now because you're holding it okay. steady against yeah. um the gravitational forces here. Okay. And That's I
4: right. I recall Amu making a reasonable engineering check so let's get uh <laughs> unless unless uh unless quentin's engineering is real good i'm untrained in engineering okay let's get vangy skritic and amu making the checks i will assist and um we'll get the auto assist from quentin being able to be outside of the ship cool. Okay. Can Grace, hey, can Grace lend any? A, nice. yeah, oh, there that. you go.
2: Oh, yeah. And Grace can uh, provide her three bonuses uh, one to each of you. And then that still saves one for Bob to pilot. All right. Yeah. Oh,
5: boy. I will also roll adding, well, in addition to. Oh, I right. Let's go with the first I, one. Since
2: it's we're going with the first one. And that doesn't count the uh, basically plus, plus four you're no, getting, right? Yeah. Well, plus two from Grace and plus two from, we'll say, Quentin.
5: Uh, okay, it does not. So that'll be a twenty-one. That's
2: good enough, Amu.
6: Man, uh, so on. I've got a my base plus two from Grace and
4: plus two from Quentin. Yeah. Plus uh, well, nine. let me see if uh, if if Kevin uh, will allow this. But I I was on my way to go talk to the drive, so I'll oh, commune yeah. with the drive and try to like basically expand our drift bubble. Um,
7: yeah sort of keep the ship
4: together okay
2: make a uh, mysticism check to assist yep 19 successful so amu you get a plus six uh plus whatever your engineering check is
6: okay that
2: puts me at a 28 awesome beauty and with that you guys unfurl the chaos sail that uh rain gave you to get out of here and uh, it pulls not just you guys but the dwarves and amsala along with you uh as you travel through the maelstrom um the unpredictable chaotic energies of that plane course through the squeaky clean and each of your bodies changing a few minor things here and there. <laughs> no, um, Wait, are we leveling up? Uh, Yay! Oh. Uh, and uh, you guys have completed uh, Rain's little treasure, treasure quest and have found all of her notes on the conspiracy. You will level to level eight, and as part of traveling through the Maelstrom, uh, what we will do next time on critical hit is uh, we will level up your characters and you are allowed to uh, respec your characters. Ooh, wow. So if there's other, if there's decisions you want to undo, if you want to take some different class levels, that's okay. I still want you to stay, you know, fundamentally the same character, but you can change feats. You can change spells, all of that as uh, kind of the, the miracle of the wild chaotic energy uh, that you are currently sailing. Neat. through.
0: nice All right, everybody you're going to have to come back and find out what that uh, looks like Uh, until then thank you for all the comments that you're using use the hashtag drifters hashtag hashtag critical hit and uh, let's let's see the, the twitter light up with all your comments about this week's episode or join us over on our discord server where you can talk about it with a bunch of other really cool people who are part of our growing community we would love for you to join us over there as well But until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits.
3: This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment,
7: LLC.